0: hey bitches welcome to that betch podcast where we deconstruct the daily diet one decibel at a time i'm terry fast with the insightful and brilliant britney wachholz today we're talking about the trials triggers tribulations and triumphs that come with moving our bodies this is that betch brit are you a doctor no do you play one on TV? No. Is the content on that batch intended to replace the advice, diagnosis, or treatment of a medical professional? No. Are we going to talk about eating disorders, childhood trauma, food, negative self-talk, depression, anxiety, stress, relationship issues, hating our mothers? Obviously. Medications? Medication cocktails? Regular cocktails? Probably. Will there be swearing? Fuck yeah! That's your trigger warning, bitches!
1: Thanks for having me. Welcome, bitch.
0: Hey, do you want to tell us a little bit about uh, your background and yourself and what
2: you
1: like to do and what your favorite donut is and all that jazz? I would love to give you guys some fun facts. So I currently reside in St. Paul, Minnesota. I got my master's degree in sport and exercise psychology. I was very fascinated by what motivated people to, first of all, compete. I was a college athlete, so I was interested in that. But then that morphed into the general population and why do people Um, Some people love exercise and physical activity, and some people don't, and, and there's certain things that some people like. And some people like to be in groups, and some people like to be in nature, so I was fascinated by the motivations of that. So I was able to couple that with research and then kind of an experimental um, opportunities, both at my graduate uh, institution and now at the YMCA, where I work in the Twin Cities, where I get to foster healthy living through all ages and help people find really them their best selves and realize that it's a journey, and there's not going to be a start and an end, but I can be part of it. In my free time, I enjoy bicycling. I enjoy taking naps. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. It's
2: one of my favorite hobbies. I've taken like, like d-
1: seven in the last two days. I'm <laughs> yeah. so, very good at napping. I like to read for fun and I like to bake and I like candy. And my favorite donut is um, the Nutella filled donut from Bogart's. Insert Bogart ad here. <laughs> yes. Awesome. <laughs> That's not like what.
0: I need to know more about the donut because uh, out of all the stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. what know. yeah, Yeah, So,
1: is it like a a, a fried donut? Does it have frosting? So it, so it does not have frosting. It is a not what's the opposite of cake donut. Glazed. Glazed, glaze. okay. but it's not glaze. Uh, it's, enfri- it's, it's a It's a raised. It's a donut. I think they have a syringe that they inject to the Nutella, oh. and it's like three spoonfuls. It's overwhelming, mm-hmm. and then it's all it's dipped in sugar. So you bite Um, in, and the Nutella's on the inside, so your first bite is just donut, and then you have to, like, get to the inside, and then the second bite, the Nutella's, it sneaks out. Yeah, the, the texture and the experience of the whole thing. Oh, yes. Don't they use, like, brioche? Yes. Oh, God. And yeah. 10 seconds in the microwave, does wonders because it just gets it just a little warm. Thanks for the recipe. I think I to go to it, so. <laughs> That's amazing.
0: I will say, uh, Britt, I don't know if you know this, but Jen and I go back a ways. And when I first met her, I actually met her through a friend, and I was really interested in move me, moving my body more and at that time really into trying to lose weight and being all self-conscious. And Jen was a perfect trainer for me at that time because she's really... Creative, and it's like, Well, what do you like to do? I'm like, Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, Let's Mm. go outside. So, we would go outside and maybe do a circuit, or she would have things that were interesting and kept a little bit more kept my attention than you know, just the standard. You know, she she was screaming at you. Was she screaming at you? Yeah, no, I more screamed at her. (laughs) The first time she told me she hated me, I was like. I was like, I think I'm going to throw up. This is the first time I met her. She's like having me on what I call the dreadmill. Oh, my God, the treadmill. Like, the stuff she made me do was really tough, in my opinion. And so I'm like, I think I might throw up. And she's like, well, that's okay. That was it. I'm like, oh. she's And there's like a heart... What are those
2: things? Electric shocker. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's a... I'm
0: certified. Yeah, yeah. I don't, Just don't worry
2: about it, you know.
0: But what's been great is that along my journey of gaining weight and losing weight and all underneath it all, all Jen cares about is me as a person and that I'm happy and that I feel good about myself and my life and feel confident and happy and she doesn't care if I'm 120 pounds or 320 pounds and she's never made me feel different or uh, anything that. like that because of my size. So, heart to you, thank you. Mm-hmm. But I thought that's why she would be a great person who's maybe a professional in the fitness world, um, but still has a very
2: open and judgment-free attitude. Yeah. So, that's, that's why what we want chitta. Because there's too much of that these days. I think, you know, I have to say, I told Jen I was going to throw up once, too. What'd she say? Well, not much. (laughs) No. I
0: don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Like, no, I guess. (laughs) She's just like, so? Like, I'm not affected by that. Um, So, yeah, so let's talk a little bit about the evolution of the fitness industry. Let's kind of, I mean, I thought that was really interesting.
1: So let's share a little bit about that. Sure. And we all in the 21st century now have our own opinions about it. And we see the advertisements and the infomercials and the diet plans and all of that stuff. And it's really become an industry. But before we had, you know, sedentary lifestyles, it wasn't an industry because we moved as humans to keep ourselves alive. So we were cutting wood. We were carrying buckets of water. We were um, getting our food for the day, whatever that might be. We were climbing mountains, climbing stairs. So that came out of necessity. Like the revenant, like Leo, um, you know, killed the, the, the Bison. You know, yeah. Yeah. Like I didn't. In case people aren't meat eaters, I didn't want to assume that everybody was. Oh. oh well, he did. So it started as that, as as movement from necessity. But then as we be, the Industrial Revolution came along, um, and they decided, oh, the physically fit people. are are the ones who maybe need to be prepared to go to war or go to the moon or whatever the next phase of technology was. And physical fitness had a different way that it was measured. And then it became a competition and sports and the modern-day Olympics. And then it became physique and how do you look. So fitness got, you know, attached to body Oh, image yeah. or like those two words? Those two words seem to go together, even though they don't have to. Beauty. Yeah, yep. Fitness okay. turned into beauty, and then fitness turned into celebrities Instagramming all their yeah awesome yeah. thing. I had a baby two days ago. Right, now look I'm at doing me. Doing yeah. I'm, i stopped. messages from people.
2: Hey, <laughs> like your vibe. You want to <laughs> join my account accountability group? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> Good into an industry and I think people have been shamed into it and or feel like they have to spend money to look a certain way or feel a certain way Uh, and they actually are so far removed from themselves that we don't even recognize within ourselves appreciating movement and that's really what we need to get back to is not how many minutes did I log what does my Fitbit tell me but Can I get up and down out of the chair? Can I turn around to buckle my seatbelt in the car? Can I help pick something up? Can I carry this? Can I do that? Oh my gosh, that
0: is so true. That's where quality of life comes from. Not necessarily I can run a marathon or swim 10 miles, Right, which I can, both of those things.
2: (laughs) What's your time? (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't
0: matter. 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 (laughs) That's not why I do it.
2: Quality of life. Yeah.
0: So that's super fascinating and interesting. Yeah, just very simple little things that if we can keep our bodies moving, I mean, really, we just want to be able to do what we want to do.
2: Correct. Squat on the toilet. Correct. When we're Right. When, when it gets 90, to be that age without, without assistance. Nobody's correct. Nobody's going to remember that you ran a... Yes, exactly. Words, so. I would just rather get on the toilet and get up. Sorry. It's <laughs> my most meaningful thing.
0: <laughs> so let's talk about, like you know, when you think about this whole concept of movement and maybe it's triggering for people or, you know, in your industry probably and in your education, there wasn't maybe a lot of information on that. Like, how do you relate to people that maybe have a history of disordered eating or are in recovery from an eating disorder? Like, Mm -hmm. You know, what would be triggers for those people maybe, and Mm -hmm. how does somebody try to avoid that when even on their own going to the gym or trying to get some movement in? Right.
1: And you are right. Uh, Most of our fitness professionals, unless they are choosing to specialize in eating disorder recovery or body image you know, specialties, they're coming to you with a certification that probably applies to the percentage of the population that says, oh, this is what the American Heart Association told me to do, and I'm just going to do it because that's what they said is good for exercise. So so there's those other factors don't get taken into, into play. So things um, that personal trainers would want to think about, and anyone in general, um, would be, yeah, some triggers like, does this turned into feeling like a 7th grade physical education class where I'm being punished because I'm not the fastest or right. I got my weight read in front of everybody. I can't climb the rope. I, can, I was could like never the worst. Me either. The pull up, the flexed arm oh, hang. I was like a microsecond.
2: I would just watch all these kids go up and down like 12 times on that rope and I would just get on the one knot. Yeah, and then no, I'm done. And I'm like seven. I'm trying
0: to like um learn the physics of it. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, what are they doing with their feet? Yeah. Like, is there some technique trick? You know, and I couldn't cause I, I mean my upper body strength was really not super no. strong and I wasn't ever like a super lightweight, so those two things don't aren't do right. conducive to rope climb. And why
1: and why was that measured <laughs> is the
0: biggest interest up there? Yeah. You know, the Residential fitness yeah. awards. Which I never received. Antiquated
1: and yeah, that a makes way to not sense. make people feel I mean, good, I loved so.
0: sports, and that's yeah. how I would be active, and that's what I really enjoyed. As an adult now, especially as a, a fat adult, it's hard to get any action in moving through sports because... There's not a lot available, right. and then does anybody want me on their team necessarily, you know, for those things. So I'm trying to think, like, golf, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. I don't mind that. Yeah. Um, just something to walk and get some fresh air. But So, like, tell me about, Britt, when you went, went to the gym a couple times in the
2: kickboxing place. Oh. And how that made you feel? Okay, so I was very upfront with them before I even... Started and said, Yo, I have an eating disorder. I'm only here for mental health. I'm here to move my body. I'm here to punch some shit. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> they were really good about it. And, um, I think just being upfront and telling and being honest mm-hmm. that it just It's going to make your experience a lot better. Well, they communication because
0: if you don't say that, they don't know that you feel that right, way. Right, exactly. And they may not be familiar with it. Maybe other people aren't used to advocating for themselves and just, because wasn't there like a
2: before and after picture? Or like oh, that was this next about one. about losing weight. <laughs> this next one I went to because um, I didn't go to that other class because, you know, I just stopped going yeah so I wanted to go to this other one um but my first day there this woman comes up to me and she's like hey great job today and like everyone was really great good community and then she goes oh make sure you go to the back and take a look at my before and after photo and I was like fuck uh what are you saying (laughs) like (laughs) um (laughs) I just did a really good job I don't need to lose weight too like just stop there, you know. But was she a person in the classroom? It's mm-hmm. just a person. Yeah,
1: ignorant. Well, yeah. Or has her or has her own, has her right. own demons, right? I mean, right. That's how she's measuring her yeah worth. herself. Mm-hmm. That's a really good point. Mm-hmm. Very good point. Mm-hmm.
0: So I think you know what what maybe are some of those triggers when you're
1: going to a gym or you're yeah. starting. Wow. Well, I think performance based anything. You know, I didn't measure up. Oh, the person on the treadmill next to me is going at five miles an hour, and I can only go at three miles an hour. Or they went for 45 minutes, and I was only planning to go for 20. Now I feel guilted into it. So anything that has measurements, um, and some people thrive on measurements like that, but that is arbitrary, in in my opinion. And 45 minutes for somebody and 20 minutes for somebody else is going to feel great. So, getting competitive, I think, with people next to you, any type of, of measurements of calories or distance or time, um, that's going to be something that's going to probably we're cause comparing pain.
2: ourselves to someone on the treadmill or going to the gym. We won't show up the next day. Then our whole routine's over. It's done because we're already shamed right. and ashamed to show back up. So. I think there's something there for, like, that performance thing. I can't.
0: I, can't. I have an idea. Oh, I think I'm going to start carrying a squirt bottle. <laughs> <laughs> like I do with my cats. If I don't like someone's behavior. <laughs> I'll just squirt them right in the face. Don't look at me. Either. <laughs> Keep to yourself. We'll see how long you last Price. at work. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I think that's a really good point, and a lot of it is self-imposed. So once you're in sort of that mindset, too, like say you have, you're have you in recovery, and you know that you're kind of susceptible to maybe thinking a certain way or thinking this or that or have a trigger, yeah. I mean, it's hard to notice that, in my opinion, before it happens. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So like to me, it's always afterwards, and then, you know... If somebody is nervous, like, okay, I used to be addicted to exercise, but I do want, I want to be, I want to have better balance. I don't want to fall down like Hannah B. the Bachelorette did in Greece when she tripped on her high heels and sat in the road for like three hours. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, so I want to have balance. I want to have mental health benefits of it, on um, the endorphins and the things, you know, the stress relief, mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. So what would be a good
1: way for maybe somebody to start? I think a reframing is an excellent first way, and that is true with any client that I've ever worked with. They will come to me with very, not discreet, I'm trying to think of the right word, goals that are all or nothing. I want to lose 20 pounds okay, why did you pick 20? Because that's what the magazine articles say. I don't know why I picked 20. They They don't know. They're just doing what has been forced upon them. So instead of picking some a specific goal, um, your goal should be, yeah, I want to have better balance or I want to move better or I want to have more mental clarity instead of those measurables because then if you don't hit the measurable, that all or nothing, then you're going to write it off as a complete failure and you yeah. can't probably find redeeming other redeeming qualities. And
0: maybe a walk around the block could get me some of that stress release or some of that mental clarity, you know, Mm -hmm. instead of like being so overwhelmed and be like, oh my God, I have have to to walk three times a week for an hour and oh my, I can't, like, I can't watch TV until I get my workout done or something like that. Yeah. Right. Go back into that sort of mindset of, you know, self-punishment or you'll never measure up or trying to take control of it. Mm -hmm. So, like, if you were somebody, you know, dealing with somebody that maybe felt uncomfortable or hadn't moved in a long time and they wanted to start moving and maybe wanted even to have a professional help Mm -hmm. them. How could they interact or talk to that person to see if it would be a good fit? I mean, I think it should be almost like an interview. Mm -hmm. Like the first session at least, Mm -hmm. even if you pay for one. No.
1: Yep. Like what would be good things for them to sort of look for in this person and ask? And, and it's a two-way street because the personal trainer or the professional also wants to make sure that they're a good fit because someone is investing resources in mm-hmm. in a professional and trusting that they're an expert. I would be cautious if I would ask the personal trainer why they're in it themselves. If they're like, I'm in it because I was a college athlete and this is how I stay in shape. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, totally not. Yes, right? mm-hmm. Wrong answer. Spray bottle. Yes. <laughs> So finding out their motivations as well. Um, You know, why are you in this to make money? Are you in this to see people transform? Are you in this to make, to help people be in bodybuilding contests? So that's... And I think they can have more than one answer. Oh, sure.
0: Because I think you have more than one answer yourself. Mm -hmm. So it's sort of finding, like, who isn't judgmental? Who isn't going to... um, you know,
2: trigger me with those mm-hmm. things. So, like, mm-hmm. like what's a good answer to hear from them? Like, from... Mm-hmm. Right. I don't even know what I would want to I hear. I would say
1: it's someone who is going to um, be on a journey with you. Uh, not perfect. Right? Not on your behalf or you're going to do this work. So they need to understand it's not a start and stop relationship to, like, hey, we're going to... even
2: yeah, you once split, you can run
0: a 5K, right, you, you and, and I go. don't need to see your other. Right. Yeah, and I think that's why I really liked working out with you because I felt like it was all on what... I was your client, mm-hmm. so it was like, "What, Terry? What are you, you know, how, what are you interested in, or why are you, you know, do you want to be stronger?" Or um, you would a- actually ask those questions. Mm-hmm. So I think if you said to a trainer, "Like, what's your philosophy?" I'm just kind of getting back into this after kind of a hiatus, mm-hmm. and you could listen for those answers. Like, I could really help you get back in shape. I Uh, know, round. You know, I could. um, You know, we'll have you lose. You know, you'll you'll be surprised. You'll be. 20 pounds down in, you know, three months or something like that. So I guess just kind of looking for some of those obvious answers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of have to just, I think, be ready to like wait after
1: you've experienced it. Yes. And or be vulnerable and, or be ready to give feedback or to say, this is, I am spending my money and this is how I envision these sessions going. No, I'm not an ex. This is the client. No, I'm not an expert on physical activity or exercise. So that's where I am hoping that you will keep me safe. And keep me accountable, but I wanna explore movement the way that I want to, not the way that you're dictating.
0: You know what I, I like that a lot better. Like being an advocate like you right. were in your class right away from the beginning. Just,
2: this is what I'm looking don't for. Don't sell me anything. Yeah. Leave me alone. Let me just punch something. I wanna be safe. <laughs> I want to this is I wanna be able to get up off
0: the toilet. Right. So, maybe even more than just asking, I was thinking, oh, you should ask them these questions and kind of interview them. I think what you're saying is really, really smart. Just be an advocate and sort of listen to what they're saying when you're asking them different questions. And you could say, well, what's your philosophy on, I don't know, what would what
1: I ask? Like, what's your philosophy on, on, movement, the, on movement, on movement in, movement in, general. in general? Right. Okay. And, or your philosophy on, or your definition of healthy. Right.
0: Yes, That's we can put a checklist on on the website, thatbatch.com, and <laughs> Bye. they can either <laughs> buy. You can have. We can have like. Ideas and little like it's sort of little checklist that you can remind yourself if you want to you know take a look at that before you talk to somebody in the fitness world.
1: Because if they're coming to you saying my definition of healthy is a BMI of less than 24 and 10 push-ups in a row and I'm walking a mile in under 15 minutes, those are things that are just recited from the American College of Sports Medicine, who is a authority that decided these are the ways we're going to measure health. But none and of those things could be applicable to what you as a client are wanting. And maybe big business is trying to do oh, some of oh, it for too, sure. like we were saying before with the industry. Right.
2: Fascinating. And BMI is just a statistical
1: formula for someone. Yes, Don't. nobody should be worried about their BMI. Or use that by itself, I guess I should
0: well, say. Well, my so. physician is very worried about my... I'm going to tell you guys, I wrote a blog, I made my doctor cry today, or something like that, if you want to go check it out. But it's actually about advocating for myself after my physician gave me a 10 minute at least lecture, which I endure every year. um, With things that I already knew, you know, I know about, oh, maybe I should get an exercise buddy, or something like that. So the, the same thing applies, like with everyone we're dealing with. Advocate for yourself. Ask them. Yeah, what's your definition of healthy? What do you um, your movement philosophy? Yeah. Oh, your movement philosophy. I yeah, like I like that. So even when you know we're talking about this podcast, or I'm talking about a blog, or our site, this project in itself, it's sort of like I'm not sure what how to what to call it. Like, do I say exercise, physical activity, um, movement? I, I don't athletics. You know, it's like I don't want to trigger anybody, and I'm not really sure if there's a difference
1: between those two things. What would you say? There are labels for things, and I, which, fair enough, people, we as humans, put things into categories and label them so we have mental shortcuts for them. But there is a difference between exercise and physical activity or physical movement. So I hope people can um, realize that physical activity doesn't have to be construed as exercise. So the definition of exercise is purposeful movement with the intention of losing weight, getting stronger, balance, whatever the case might be. People decide to do exercise and they're purposeful about it. They pack their Close. They sign up for a gym membership. They buy, buy sessions with a personal trainer. That is exercise where you say, I am going to do this for X it's amount of time. It's a means time. to an end. Correct. Correct. Physical activity is I'm going to walk by the river and enjoy the birds. My neighbor uh, and I are going to go on a bike ride to the library, whatever that case might be. So physical activity. I wouldn't mind
0: I know, walking right? by the river or riding my bike to the library.
2: I know. That sounds so cute. Let's do it. I can just see you on your little bike in the library. It. Yeah. And streamers off the site. Yeah. I love, it. I'll, I love t- it. I'll take
0: a picture and put it on the website. You should.
1: When I do it. So that's still movement, but it's not dictated by this narrow definition of physical activity. Or, or yeah, of exercise that has to be for the sole purpose of weight management, weight loss strength gains like when my doctor shamed me she's like well
0: do you ever walk could you find someone to walk do
1: you, you ever
0: walk <laughs> <laughs> and I, I roll out of bed and, well I'm yes. like no roll to the bed." I, I said no because I knew what she meant and I'm not walking but then the next day we were golfing with another couple and my friend's like we've gone three miles according to them steps and I was so happy because to me that was an exercise. Yeah, right. And I'm like, this is awesome. Right. So yes. that's what you're yes. talking about. Yes. Yeah. Because I Life like physical activity, mm-hmm. but I don't like like the exercise the pressure description of it. The pressure and of it. Shame. Shame. And then maybe that it's a scheduled thing. Like, yes. oh, every day I'm going to get up and do a walk. Right. Where maybe you know, like today we took a break at work and I did take a 15 minute walk, which was actually part of the. Um, kind of assignment for this exercise we were doing—a mental exercise <laughs> yes, workshop. Mental. Yeah, huh, sorry, yeah, no pun intended, but But so that was—I didn't mind that because I was partnered with somebody who were talking and working towards um, a workshop. What we were trying to do within the meeting, but they're like, you can. Lots of times we're more creative when we're mm-hmm. moving around. So we took a walk, a walk for 15 minutes, and that, to me, wasn't like, oh, I have to exercise. This is part of this right. deal I'm doing to get a project done at work.
1: You probably forgot you were walking, even, I bet. Yeah. I mean, like, you weren't consciously... Yeah, right, wasn't the, the walk. That, that wasn't yeah. the right. point to be, yeah.
0: So exactly, and when I am walking for exercise, I do, like, oh, my God, right. now how long far long do I have time? to yeah. go? Or I'm mm-hmm. going to start breathing Yeah, And my please. Randy, my husband... Oh, Titus, you know. Right. So he, we go, we'll walk together, and we'll go up a hill or something, and I'm breathing so hard, I'm profoundly embarrassed. I don't want
2: to be oh around anybody when that happens. I'm getting angry
1: because not—it's well, not, it's it happened you know. to me. Yeah, no, because he
0: doesn't know. He he does not. He's very non
2: judgmental and he's not like oh, you're breathing so hard, I'm embarrassed of you. I am. Um, I feel that way for myself. Like I'm already this far behind, I'm breathing hard, and I'm, I can hear your voice saying, keep up, but it's my voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's that little bitch in <laughs> your yeah. head.
1: You ladies are so self-actualized. I, I mean, that's awesome. Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> that you... No, you know that the, I mean, just what you said, the, yeah, you think that others are thinking it, but it's you thinking it about yourself. Ah, yeah.
0: We're self actualized,
1: I like that title. And we're empowering ourselves.
0: <laughs>
2: self actualized.
1: So, let's, so I, I would say, say yeah, cover. totally. And I would say be empowered for movement and take that however you get it. If it's parking a little farther away at the grocery store. I taking wonder. the stairs, and, st- you know, the, they can be small things that you, you can still be purposeful about it, but it doesn't have to be, I'm choosing to do this for exercise. Well, and don't feel terrible if you don't, right? That's, I think when yes, I get, when right. people
0: talk to me about it, and even those little things, it triggers yeah. it to me a okay. little bit, because it's like, no, that's the big no, Now problem. I don't want to, I'm like oh, a little sure. bratty kid, and it's like, don't tell me what to do. Yeah. And then, so that's how I use that as an excuse, we are Not the same. We are just the same. So scary. We're the same person <laughs> in different generational bodies.
2: It's weird. But <laughs> Chris like, what are you gonna do today? Like, it's my day off. I was like, I don't know, nothing. And he's like, well, it's nice out, you know, suggesting like I go do something. And I was like, well, maybe I'll go to kickboxing. And then we like started talking later. And then he was like, oh, did you end up going? I was like no and he's like well why did you say you were gonna I was like because you made me feel Sh- like I needed to go move Just shut you <laughs> shut basically. up and that's what I said to
0: my doctor too like she has this <laughs> quiz beforehand that you fill out it's like do you exercise I'm like no and so then I get this whole lecture and then it's like I'm gonna just lie next time I'm not gonna tell the truth because and this is what I told her, yeah, I don't wanna hear it because I can't deal with the way I feel shamed and she felt terrible and she cried and I think she learned a lesson which I felt bad with that happening, but I'm glad it didn't well, you happen in
2: Well,
0: better her than me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but
1: now you will help her relate better to anyone else that she She actually she did, did say done. that. Yeah. So it no, was
0: a, it was good in the long run, yes. but it was yeah. sort of at the time it felt really empowering and I was very happy at the end that I did. So that's why I'm really into what you were saying about, mm-hmm. you know, being an advocate right away when you are starting something at a gym, even if you're not gonna be dealing with a personal trainer even just the people around you or you go to a kickboxing class
2: you can tell them this is what I'm trying to get out of this mm-hmm. so now that a lot of this like body positive empowerment is kind of coming to the forefront especially like with social media and stuff do you see that
1: there will have to be a mindset shift in your industry? great question there will be mm-hmm. if, if the industry is going to survive the way it still survives on making money by having people pay for personal training or other services, yep, because the client, I think, is going to become more powerful. I think the client is going to be, at this point, the professional is seen as the professional. Tell me what to do to lose weight or tell me what to do to whatever. And we, the client just comes to you hoping, like, just give me the secret recipe or so like you said. So in our minds, yep, the, the professional is in the is position of power. power. Right, and I think that will have to flip. Because people are going to be more, um, more uh, What's yeah? More comfortable, more own, ownership. Sort yeah. of like not ownership demanding in a negative way, way well, but you this know, is what I more expectations. More expectations.
0: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I want to be in the driver's seat for my movement and in my town. <laughs> well,
1: and you can be, and you should be. And can I throw the question back to you so I didn't even realize me giving suggestions like park farther away. Or, so those things come naturally to me all the time. Right. So I say that. So what would be, and that's maybe unsolicited, so maybe the best point to start with is instead of the unsolicited feedback or comments or suggestions it's the professional and the client deciding what's off limits on limits i think that could work yeah.
0: and i guess i think just because and i don't know if other people feel the same way i do but maybe it's because of decades and decades sure. and decades
2: and it's like mm. i know i've read yeah. that a million times to yeah. do that we're experts <laughs> we're on the internet <laughs> scouring <laughs> how to lose weight what to eat what to do like
0: Yeah, there's a few things you can tell me I haven't heard already. Yeah. And so, yeah, it feels like I, again, I'm projecting onto you, but I feel like you're like, well, if you know that, why aren't you doing it? You know, that's how I feel, too, is like, I know all that. So it's like maybe somebody thinks they're telling me something new. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's Mm -hmm. like, well, you're obviously, not you would think this, but somebody else might be like, you're fat, so you're obviously not doing it. So So, I don't know, it's just, I can't even explain it, it's like a big knot, like it's all just a big spider web all tied together. So, but what I did like what you were saying was about, maybe it's a walk, maybe it's a a bike ride to go get a Dairy Queen, maybe it's a...
2: Hell yeah, brother. (laughs)
0: that's wrong or I'm clean because because I rode my bike. I'm just saying this this is how I'm going to be moving. How I'm going to be moving. Like I felt really good after I helped um, Titus and I had to do some kind of heavy lawn work one day and you know it was like wow Mm -hmm. I feel kind of good that I moved Mm -hmm. my body. Mm -hmm. So to try to remember maybe or even document some of those things for myself I'm thinking like oh I could write down I did this and it felt really good. You know just for my Mm -hmm. own Going through the process, not that I'm
2: necessarily going to go back and read it. But, like, just to get your mind to shift in that direction. Yes. Yeah. Do doing that as an act, then it helps your mind flip a little bit.
0: So, I think this is interesting when you're saying this trigger thing. I don't really have a, an answer for you, but, like, when you were talking about the going by the river and stuff like that, it was perfect. Yeah. But then the other part was hard. Like, I didn't want to hear it. Well,
2: I think it. it, it oh, I think just observing right now, we tuned out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 when it came to like, oh, park further away, we was like I, not interested. It was like an automatic, oh and
1: for me, gosh. it was. Here's simple ways, in my opinion, that right. you can find movement without having to slog through thirty minutes yes. of movement. But what you heard was yeah.
2: Well, and it's I, like another one of yeah. those. Figures. Yeah. And so it's regardless
0: of the person's intent. That's yeah, what it I think right. is different right. because normally I try to extend trust and expect positive intent in, yep. in my daily life. And But like with these triggers, and Jen's different because you're a really good friend of mine. But like with my doctor, I just want to be like, fuck off. You know, and she had the same intent. She was trying to encourage me and to try to help me find ways that would fit into my life that I could maybe find some movement or something. So that's really an interesting piece of it, is that it's sort of on the receiver's end in
2: a way, too. It's not just the person delivering. I think it's mostly. I think we have to start. It's just another one of those dog and and pony shows that you've already been through.
0: With Jen, I would say, like... I don't want to hear you say that because this is how it makes me feel. Mm-hmm. And she never, she wouldn't do that again. I don't think, you know, to me anyway. So, because I've told her, mm-hmm. she respects mm-hmm. that. Yeah. But you
1: can't just say that to everybody right. and or wear a
0: yes. yes,
1: yeah. Yes. Right. And I think that is a another point of um, someone who's in recovery or suffering. It is not visible like other stars might be. So I just had this conversation at work, um, and we can digress a little bit, but it was about a woman's sexuality, and she said, that is something that I have to share every time because it's not the color of my skin, it's not my size, it's not my... So every time that she has to decide, is this a safe place to verbalize this, not verbalize this? And people can't tell by the look on people's faces. So that is a. So what That's do you guys think about that internal t- push and pull about like, well, how deep do I get into? Yeah. How much do I share with someone that I? That's don't have a, a really lot good point. Because it's not like you're wearing a. We aren't. No. Well,
0: like i said, I uh, in another in, in there, another no. recording, like I do wear my issues personally. Like, yeah, I'm fat. You can see that. Where somebody might have. Um, an addiction to something or as a gambler yeah you know you, can't see you can that. see the, the, the things that i'm str- you know struggling of, if you want to put it that way so but this is another interesting piece because it's like yeah so they can see physically what i look like but and do i want to be vulnerable and really share that with somebody or do i just sort of want to mm-hmm. let it slide because i don't want to get into this big deep conversation like
2: I hate my mother, and I'm sad. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> <laughs> well, back in 1991. time yes. <laughs> That's
0: right. So it's interesting. So I think we do have to explore that a little bit more, like, the receiving end. Because I learned a lot in this discussion, because I was sort of just putting it on the professional, on the other person. Yeah. Like you can't say that or you shouldn't say that. But you really couldn't say anything then as a professional we're going to be filtering it that way
2: or censoring it. Right. Maybe we just have to be empowered to be like, Hey, I'm triggered. It's interesting too that even the takeaway from this is, okay, here
1: are questions to ask your trainer or your professional. It's on us. I um. think another thought that pops into my head is hoping everyone feels empowered for movement regardless. But if you've written off exercise, and you're like, you know what, I am satisfied with the way my body looks, satisfied mm-hmm. with where I'm at, or maybe you aren't That's how I feel right, or how I feel, but you're like, you know what, exercise is not for me, I still hope that people know that movement for your body regardless is going to be good for you, for your mental health, for your physical health for a long, productive life.
0: I like that because, and I really like what we were talking about earlier with the quality of life. Like, can I sit in this chair? Can I get up from the chair? Can I get on the floor and play with my kids? Can I get up yeah. from the floor? You know, all those things. And it's like, maybe I just want to sit in my chair and do some arm dancing or something. You know, I I mean, it's, I could feel good about that. Like, it's something I'm doing for my mental health and my, my quality yes. of life. Not necessarily what other people Um, might consider, like, somebody else might be like, what a joke, like, why are you doing that? Which is nice, I can do it in my own car, I can do it at home, whatever.
2: And it gets interesting again to where if someone tells us what to do, we say, fuck you, I'm doing the opposite. It's always been about other people. Mm -hmm. It's never been about us. We're trying to please everyone around us in society. So then... (laughs) Of course, we're going to say, fuck you, at some point. And we're going to keep saying, fuck you. Yeah, I think that was a
0: revelation. Like, it is it is the pressure. And that's the whole point of this whole pro- um, project. Yeah. It's like, we're, we see things in society. We hear things. We think we should be a certain um, way. I don't want Titus to be embarrassed of me or have a fat wife. I don't want my mom to say something to me about my weight. I don't want to have to ask for a seatbelt extender at the airport. You know, all those things like that where it's like you're not doing it for yourself. That's 100%. Mm-hmm.
2: No wonder why we just don't want to do
0: it. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's not about us. I do it for myself. Yeah. This does get me more motivated. Like, even just talking like this, like,
1: saying if I could document a couple little things, things that I did for myself. myself. Yes. Yeah that's where you're going to become even more self actualized <laughs> but that's really what it boils down to because in the end like we said nobody's going to remember you ran a marathon on your dying day and you're going to be like i am glad i danced when that music came on in my yeah. room i am glad i went for that walk by the river like because you've did it for yourself so and that can be that can take years and decades for people to realize and maybe they don't even you know, and I think don't. what I'm kind of getting fired up, which is very weird, because
0: normally I'm like, fuck you, I'm not exercising. <laughs> but this idea of it's mine, and like you said, I'm empowered. And if I do something for two minutes, I might document that and feel really good about it. That I stretched, or that I, whatever, may fill in the blank that I wanted to do for myself. Maybe I'll go back to karate. I really liked karate. Well, then yes. do it. See? I
2: mean yeah. I love kicking ass. And I really want to dance. Like I wanna I fi- I wanna do a choreographed dance. Oh my god. So bad, but I'm like Am I gonna be the oldest one in this dance class? Well, I don't care. That's for me. Yeah. Maybe I'll do it. Maybe I'll do it now.
0: Maybe we could on a retreat we could have an instructor come and do some do a dance class for us or something. basically
1: And Britt, how would you feel if you Went into that dance class knowing here's all the things I'm afraid of, and you said to the class, "My name is Britt. I'm afraid I'm the only one, the oldest one here. I'm afraid I'm going to have two left feet. I'm afraid I'm not I'm not going to be able to keep up with you." That's me. I mean, like how would if you got that out there right away?
0: I got goosebumps. <laughs> I am having chills right now. To me, that's a yes.
2: Yeah, like I just I just think of like I started thinking about the class after that and after that. It's all out there. And then the next class, it's just you doing your thing. But
0: can you imagine how supportive everyone oh, would be? Of course. Oh, If yeah. somebody said that in a class, all of us would be like, oh, great. I have two left feet, too. Just let's do it all together. And then when you felt good about yourself and they saw you smiling or something, maybe wasn't that fun? Or, That's how community is built. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was so
1: beautiful, mm-hmm. Jen. Well, and what, do do you, beautiful what do you, do you have to lose? You're not going there to make friends. Right. You're going there for yourself. So it's a challenge.
0: I love it. What is your parting wisdom that you have for us, Jen? Do
1: you have parting words? Yes. Yeah, parting words, as a, I'll put on my fitness professional hat, I think movement is the essence of everything. And you get to define how you want to move. Terry, if you don't want to be on the treadmill, you don't have to be on the treadmill. <laughs> yeah. If you feel karate is your thing, That is going to make you feel better mentally, spiritually. You're going to sleep better. You're going to have more clarity. You have to go with what feels awesome for you because it is your life. And, again, you are being the one who is being empowered. So I challenge everyone out there to find some type of movement that feels great for you. Um, It doesn't have to be defined as physical activity, just a movement that makes your body feel great. And that's going to trickle down to all the other aspects of your life.
2: And that concludes this episode of That Betch. Please head over to iTunes and Apple Podcasts to rate, review, and subscribe. If you want more content, uh, anything about our experts, please head over to thatbitch.com and you can find us on social media at thatbitch.